Let's pray. Heavenly Father, what a joy it is to be in your house. And Lord, we join with the choir in giving thanks to you, O God, for everything that we enjoy. Lord Jesus, again, we thank you above all for coming to be our Lord and our Savior. Thank you, Lord, for coming to set us free, to be who you created us to be. Heavenly Father, I thank you for those who are gathered here this morning, and I pray, Lord, that each one may leave with, such a, with a blessing from you. Lord, I pray for those who are listening on the radio. Whatever their hurts and burdens are, dear God, we pray that you would be their comfort, their strength, and their, and their God. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer today, and I pray now uh, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together may be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Today, as I mentioned, uh, bef- uh, is uh, the last Sunday of the church year, and before we begin all the festivities and all the busyness and all the activities of Advent and Christmas, it is good for us to pause and remember that Jesus Christ came to be our King. And so our prayer goes up this morning. Lord Jesus, come and be the King of my heart. Years ago, actually back in the 17th century, um, there was a philosopher from one of the universities in England. He decided to go for a stroll through the uh, city park. And as he walked along, he came up upon a commoner, and they uh, struck up a conversation, and they began uh, talking a little bit between them. And finally, the philosopher said to the commoner, where are you going? And the commoner said, I am going to church. And the philosopher asked him, what are you doing there? What are you going to do there? And the commoner replied, I am going to worship God. And then the, and then the uh, uh, philosopher asked him, is, tell me, is the God that you worship a big God or is he a little God? And without hardly a moment of hesitation, the commoner replied, my God is big enough to fill, the he- to fill all of the heavens and the earth. And yet he is small enough to fit in my, in my heart of hearts. That philosopher, his name was Anthony Collins. He later, later declared that that simple statement of this commoner had changed his heart and changed his life as no other sermon had ever done. And so this is our confession too on this Christ the King Sunday. He is so great that the heavens cannot contain him and yet so small he can dwell within our hearts. Wow. Uh, 
What a miracle that is. Have you ever thought about that? Who can understand the kind of God we have? He is all-powerful. He is everywhere present. And He knows all things. He has created the earth, the sun and the moon, and the asteroids that fly through space. He is so great. <coughs> he is so great that one uh, uh, old, old time, one of the early church fathers, his name was Theophilus of Antioch, he made this statement in the second century. For in glory, he is incomprehensible. In greatness, he is unfathomable. In height, he is, incon- it is, he is inconceivable. In power, he is incomparable. And in height, he is inconceivable. In wisdom, unrivaled. In kindness, unutterable. And yet this kind of great and awesome God of which he speaks also desires to take up residence in my heart and in yours. I remember a song written years ago by the composer John W. Peterson. You will remember the lyrics, I'm sure. It took a miracle to put the stars in place. It took a miracle to hang the world in space. But when he saved my soul, cleansed and made me whole, it took a miracle of love and grace. So Lord, come and be the king of our hearts today. So let me, uh, let me ask you what you think would happen if you were to truly make Jesus Christ the Lord and the King of your life. I'm just going to suggest three things. Number one, you're going to be able to relax. <laughs> you're going to be able to breathe again. Just to breathe again. Because you've given the reins, you've given, you've given the reins of your life over to God. We go through life thinking we know what is best for us. I know what course I want to live out in my life. But too often, way too often, I mess it up. I mess it up. When it comes right down to it, we're not often pleased with the way we have handled our life. So when we pray, Lord Jesus, will you come and be the king of my heart? You're saying, Lord, I mess things up a lot. It's not within me really to guide and to bless my own life. I cannot find my way to daily peace and a lasting joy that I know Jesus Christ wants me to have. And so we pray, Lord, you take over. 
Lord, you drive. Because I've been too busy. It's been too hard for me. I've been trying to control everything and everyone. Trying to make the pieces of my life fit together. But I cannot do it, Lord, without the, the promise of your presence. I cannot guide and direct my own life unless you, Lord Jesus, are the Lord and King of, who, of my life. So, number one, when we make Jesus the king of our life, we're going to be able to breathe again. We're going to be able to take a deep breath and know that God is in charge and he knows what's best for us. That's number one. The second thing I think <coughs> that will happen uh, when we make Christ the Lord of our life, we're, he's also... Uh, going to help us refocus our lives on the things that really matter, on the important things. And I think once we do that, once we say, Lord, uh, here you are, here I am, <clears throat> use me. And then you know what I think what's going to happen? I think God is going to say, great, I've been looking for you to come home. And he's going to say, great, now I can use you in my, in my kingdom. And you know what I think else he's going to do? He's going to, <clears throat> he's, he's going to change the, the focus, the center of our, of our life. Instead of my focus being me, and then me, and then me again, God is going to take your heart, and he's going to take your focus away from yourself and turn it towards others who are in need. Why? Because I believe it's the heart of God is to use us as His instrument, as His hands of blessing in the world. And so God is saying to you and to me as we make Him the King of our life, Lord, He's going to say to us, see, uh, Tom, there's my brother, there's my sister. Some of them have lost their way. Some of them have turned their back on me. But Tom, I want you to go to them and tell them that they are precious in my sight and that I love them. So, Number one, when Christ is king, you can relax and breathe again because you're not in charge. Number two, he helps us to refocus our lives on the things that really matter. And number three, you'll begin to catch a vision of the greatness of Jesus Christ, the greatness of God. you'll begin to see a little glimpse and I believe it'll grow every day in your understanding of who God is in the world and what He has done for you and for others.
I want to share with you this morning bits and pieces of a sermon that was written uh, years ago by Pastor James Johnson. Sounds like a pastor's name, pretty close, don't you think? And uh, it's like Jensen and Anderson. And, uh, you know, I always wanted my name to be Hudson, but uh, <laughs> never worked out that way. Hear these words, spoken by Pastor James Johnson. He says, I wish I could describe God for you, he writes. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the King of Ahaz. And he's the King of Hezekiah. And he's the King of you. You don't bribe him, you don't question him, you don't doubt him, you don't vote for him. That's because he's the king. And it doesn't matter what the public opinion shows. He doesn't need a public approval rating. He doesn't need ratification by the Senate. He ratifies the Senate. He doesn't need a parliament. He declares... He doesn't need a constitution. He is the constitution. He doesn't need a balance of power. He is the balance of power. All power pivots in Him. Air Force One cannot carry Him. The Secret Service cannot protect Him. A terrorist can't terrorize Him. Arabian dictators cannot dictate to Him. You don't, you don't give him a vote of confidence. You don't try him out for a while. <coughs> he tries you. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He owns America. And he owns Europe. He runs central Iowa. And he rules Des Moines. He, re, he rules Ames and Burlington and Iowa City and Story City. All the cornfields and all the bean fields are his. The hogs are all his. The cattle on a thousand hills are his. And his dollar uh, and his prices never fail, and the dollar never sags. You can't flood his crops, and you don't, and you don't uh, uh, force him out of business. <clears throat> He's never going to sell out. <clears throat> Emmanuel Lutheran Church is his. You see, I changed that in there. You know, I kind of made that fit here. Emmanuel Lutheran Church is his. And he oversees every committee, every organization, every Sunday school class, and the church council. Every cruise ship on the Caribbean are his. 
and, every, and he owns every truck on I-35. He stands undefeated. Not going to die, not going, to lay, not, going, uh, not going down, not going to, uh, uh, not going to lose uh, in the playoffs. <clears throat> Lance Armstrong cannot beat him in the mountains. Mark McGuire, you see this is a little aged here. Mark, Mark McGuire can't take him deep. Pete Sampras is a spider in God's eyes. <clears throat> and Tiger Woods a butterfly. And all the big names and all the billionaires put together and all the authorities on earth are only grasshoppers to him. And yet he loves everyone. He loves all of them. That's the kind of God that we proclaim today. He is awesome in power. <clears throat> he is splendid in majesty and lavish in grace. His mercies never fail and His love is boundless. That's the kind of King that stands at the door of your heart today will you let him in and make him invite him to be the king of your heart let's pray heavenly father we thank you that in spite of our own of your awesome majesty you chose to come and live among us in spite of your great glory you chose us you became a man. You took our sin and opened the way to eternity with you forever. Lord, will you forgive us for trying to be our own God? We've been busy, Lord, trying to be our own king when all that we need to do is to bow before you. And so, Lord, here we are today. Will you indeed come and be the king of our hearts? In the majestic name of Jesus Christ, we pray these things. Amen.